There is nothing wrong with reminding yourself of your capabilities and and the uniqueness that you bring to the coffee industry because no one can contribute to the coffee industry what you can. Welcome to the Happy Coffee Podcast. I'm your host, Wendelin van Bunnik. Thank you for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider sharing it with your coffee friends. After all, coffee tastes better in good company. Now, let's get started. Today, I want to talk a little bit about how to get more confident in in coffee, in, in brewing, in your skills, in yourself. It's something that is very personal to me. And funnily enough, I often get um, the misconception that people think that I'm very confident and it's not, I'm, I'm often, oftentimes feeling not confident at all. Sometimes I do, obviously, and, and I think my confidence has grown over the years. And I want to take you a little bit through that journey today and also give you a little bit of the strategy that, that I've uh, developed or that I followed um, to increase my confidence. And hopefully that will help you a little bit as well. When I started as a barista, um, the first year I was very confident, probably because I didn't know a lot, something that is maybe familiar to the Dunning-Kruger effect, where you think that you know everything about a topic while you actually only know very little about that topic. Um, Something that has always fascinated me. And this is the first initial cringe phase um, when people are new to something. And for me, it, it pains me to think back about that period, my first year as a barista, when I felt that it was my calling to to teach everyone around me that what they were doing in coffee land was wrong um, and change everyone's uh, habits, even though I knew absolutely nothing. Well, not nothing, but definitely not a lot. Uh, definitely not enough to make up for the confidence that I was having or feeling. And in the Dunning-Kruger uh, effect, this is referred to as Mount Stupid. And right after reaching this peak of you know, false confidence based not really on skill or expertise, you fall into this zone, which uh, is called the Valley of Despair, where you realize that your confidence was mis- misplaced and then that you really don't really know anything. And that I reached that point, this Valley of Despair, realizing how little I knew and, and becoming very insecure about myself and my coffee skills um, when I reached my second year as a barista and I was working at a local coffee shop and a a barista competitor um, that I really looked up to visited our shop and he asked me if we served any washed uh, Ethiopian coffee and at that time I had no idea about coffee producing uh, methods like I didn't know anything about processing so I'd never heard of washed coffees or natural processed coffees and I don't think he meant to put me in my place but I do remember my confidence really hit this this dent of like wait a minute maybe I don't know everything and that's when I started opening up a bit more and and started learning and and I think that that is exemplary because if you want to build your confidence in in 
are in any industry, but specifically uh, in, in the specialty coffee industry, it is not sudden. It is a very gradual process. Sometimes it takes longer uh, than you would like. For some people, it goes very fast, but it is a gradual process and it involves a combination of three things, I think, um, that I want to walk you through today. The combination of self-reflection, skill development, and community engagement. So let me walk you through what that process looks like or what it looked like for me. When we start with that first that first topic, self-reflection or self-assessment, I think it is incredibly important that you know yourself, that you are able to identify your strengths and also your weaknesses. Um, This means you need to be reflecting on your strengths. What are you good at? What are your skills? And what have you already accomplished within the coffee industry? And it doesn't matter how big or how small these achievements are. You need to acknowledge them. You need to celebrate them. You need to be proud of them. You need to know what you're good at. And automatically, if you know what you're good at, you should also be able to identify your weaknesses because it is good for your confidence to focus on what you're good at. But also, it's important to realize that you cannot be good at everything. Sadly, as much as my ego would like to be, there's also a lot of things that I'm not great at. And that means that you can work on your weaknesses. And when you're doing that and you're working on that self-assessment and you're identifying your strengths and your weaknesses, make sure that you're setting realistic goals. This is something I absolutely suck at. I tend to have incredibly uh, big goals that I want to achieve preferably yesterday. I'm an incredibly impatient person. And something that I've been trying to work on is setting achievable goals that are aligned with my interest uh, interests and also with my career aspirations. It makes no sense to want to become good at everything if your heart lies with brewing coffee or if your interest is on the green coffee side, then maybe you don't necessarily have to be a... Uh, a brewing champion. So set goals for yourself that match with what where your heart lies and then break them down into manageable steps. So sit down and take a look at what steps do you need to take to be able to reach those goals and honestly look at what is realistic in terms of time as well. Um, something I need to keep telling myself over and over is that sometimes things take a little bit more time than you would like. Now, a next step is after you become better at uh, identifying your strength, at assessing yourself critically, think about a continuous learning process. So that means you need to invest in learning, in education, in trainings, attend workshops, Uh, courses and events that will help you expand on your knowledge and your skills. And this can really enhance your expertise and therefore boost your confidence. This is something I've experienced over and over again. Every time that I attended a workshop, um, whether it's free or paid, it doesn't matter. When someone's there sharing their knowledge, their skills, you always pick up on something. No one has all the answers. Someone might have a great different uh, uh, look on things or learn something or heard something. 
somewhere else in the world and you never come away from a training or a workshop or a course without having learned anything. If this happens, maybe go back to step one and look at your self-assessment because always, there's always something to learn and investing in learning is absolutely crucial because this will help you increase your confidence so much. And on that second thing, um, looking at the continuous learning process, it's important that you're staying informed, which means try to keep up with industry trends. Thank God for social media and talking to other uh, uh, industry leaders, social media content creators that will help you introduce you to new brewing methods. There's a new brewing method every week, it feels. Um, make sure that you're not overwhelmed keep it healthy but make sure that you're staying informed and whenever something pops up like a new coffee variety that that everyone seems to be talking about try to find the knowledge try to find the answers if so, if everyone's talking about a new coffee variety or a new brewing method or a new what kind of trend in the industry um, find out what it is ask questions make sure that you know what everyone's talking about because if you can join in that, that conver conversation, um, that is an exceptionally powerful tool to increase your confidence. A third step into growing your confidence, I would say, is in connection with other people. And by that, I mean two things. I'm talking about mentorship and networking. Mentorship is an amazing way to connect with uh, a, a very experienced professional in the industry that will offer you guidance, that can offer you support, um, both professionally and, and personally as, as a person. Um, and having a mentor that knows you and knows where you want to go um, can really provide super valuable insights and, and help you navigate challenges that you're facing as well. Very important in a mentor is that it is a very clear relationship. So you know the terms. Usually a mentor is uh, a mentor-mentee relationship is uh, very beneficial for both. A mentor can really get a lot of benefit from sharing knowledge and, and supporting people that, that makes people feel very good and make sure it's balanced for, for both parties. But finding a mentor that knows you and is willing to help you, support you and, and push you forward in industry can be super helpful in, uh, in growing your confidence. And secondly, to, to increase your network, definitely recommend finding community, finding your tribe any kind of coffee community, whether it's local or in your own coffee bar, when it's in your own city or in your own country, whether it's online or offline, find a group of coffee people that you connect with that make you feel at home, that make you feel good about yourself rather than make you feel worse and, and engage with them, visit them, hang out with them, have coffee with, have coffees with them, um, set up a coffee crawl in a new city with them. And, and engage with them because if you engage with, with like-minded people, this fosters a sense of belonging. And, and if you belong to a group that makes you feel good, then that will make you feel, feel better. And that 
will definitely increase your your confidence, uh, not only in your in your skills, but also in yourself as a person to have a place where you belong. And and of course, having a network um, in general will help you uh, find more opportunities for collaboration, for new jobs, for finding knowledge, for asking questions, which always will will make you feel better about yourself. Now, it's also, I think, very important that you're looking at practice, actual practicing of your skills. And when you're practicing, make sure that you're also looking for feedback. These two things go hand in hand. And something that I think is uh, can be quite scary in the beginning, we tend to avoid doing the work, I think. Uh, I know I do especially if that means that you're also asking for feedback afterwards. But this is such a valuable way of actually becoming better. And if you feel like you're growing, then that will help you uh, get more confident, which is which what we're talking about. So make sure that you're practicing whatever skill, but in this case, your coffee brewing skill, um, practice it regularly, daily. Make, make a new brew method, try that new coffee, make comparative bruise, comparative tasting, if that is scary or you lack the uh, uh, support or you feel like you could benefit from a bit of support, go back to that network, go back to that that community or that colleague or that other coffee friend that you like to nerd out about coffee with and ex- start experimenting. Just keep it super small, even just comparing two different kinds of brews, brew methods or, or beans or techniques will help you build proficiency and do it regularly. Plan it and and actually do the work. And once you do, don't be afraid to ask for constructive feedback. You can ask feedback from your peers, your colleagues, um, your mentor if you found one, and use this as a tool for improvement rather than see it as criticism. And this is something that is scary, I know, because... Feedback can be very difficult to to handle, but make sure that you are asking for it and make sure that you're looking at it not as criticism, but see it as people wanting to help you. And obviously the people that you ask for feedback from matters here, but also if the criticism is about your brew, make sure, real, make sure to realize that feedback about your brewing is not feedback about you as a person. Feedback in general um, shouldn't really feel that personal. It is a way for people to help you, providing that they have your best interest in mind, is is meant to make you feel better and to help you improve. And if you cannot, if you completely break down from getting feedback, then that's going to stop you from growing. So practice receiving feedback. Ask people that you trust, like you can always you know, acknowledge the fact that everyone struggles with criticism, but positive feedback or constructive feedback is definitely not the same. And it it is necessary to to improve yourself, um, to to do something with that feedback as well. Um, If that is something you struggle with, I suggest you go back to step one, which is looking critically at your strengths and weaknesses. And maybe one of your weaknesses is you know, handling feedback. And that is not something to be ashamed of at all. I think most people struggle with that. But again, something that is very helpful to work on 
if you want to become more confident. Otherwise, you're living in this delicate balance of ego that that is not to be disturbed and not to be criticized. Uh, otherwise, you will crumble, which is not going to help your your confidence at all. I mentioned it before, but I think it's worth mentioning again that it is so important to celebrate your successes. It doesn't matter how big or how small. If you've learned something, if you've achieved something, if you learned a new brew method or you pushed yourself and you went out and bought new beans and you tested them and you tasted something new or you maybe attended a workshop that you thought was scary or you made some time to attend an event and you met some new people there, acknowledge that success and and be proud of yourself. It is not a bad thing to celebrate that, especially if you need that push. And if it helps, you can even document it. Whenever you're receiving positive feedback from a colleague or maybe a, a customer in your in, in a cafe, or if you've attended an event, maybe you participated in your very first local latte art throwdown, make a record of it, whether it's in, in photos, videos, notes, whatever works for you. So whenever you're f- having a bad day or you're feeling down, you can look back at these records and um, look at your success stories and they can give you a really good confidence boost whenever you're facing something that is challenging you. In relation to celebrating your successes, it is incredibly powerful the way you talk to yourself. I think myself included, we get so good at talking ourselves down, at being negative, focusing on negative thoughts, um, because it's we're human and it's very easy to focus on negative. I think we're even wired to focus on negative thoughts. I think we have about 20 times more negative thoughts than we have positive thoughts, especially about ourselves during the day. Try to capture them, try to catch them and challenge those negative thoughts and try to replace them with positive affirmations. Like, are you really a shitty brewer or did you just mess up one brew? Are you an absolute terrible barista or did you just mess up one person's order? Um, or maybe you didn't even mess up that order. Is that guest just having a terrible day? And is that why they're being terrible at you without it having absolutely anything to do with you? Um, Whenever you're starting to doubt yourself or you start catching yourself thoughts like, oh, I suck at this, or I'm absolutely terrible, or I'm never going to get good at this, or I'm never going to feel confident in around other coffee people who seem to know so much more than me, I don't deserve to be here. This is not a place for me. I need to be better at this before I deserve to be here, before I belong here. There is nothing wrong with reminding yourself of your capabilities and and the uniqueness that you bring to the coffee industry because no one can contribute to the coffee industry what you can. Maybe you're great at latte art. Maybe you are a ray of sunshine to the guests that you see in your shop every day. It doesn't matter how big or how small you are unique. And there is something about you that makes you different from everyone else. And therefore you have a right to talk positively to yourself for what it's worth. And, and if you struggle with that, go back to that community, 
where you hopefully can be honest about this and where people will be there to hype you up, to lift you up and to remind you of your capabilities and, and your unique contribution to the, to the industry or to people's lives. Now, whenever you are participating in something that is scary, when you're challenging yourself by pushing yourself to do, for instance, a latte art throwdown, or God forbid you're competing in a coffee competition, it can help to visualize a successful outcome. It can help you, it can help envision yourself achieving your goals. It is a mental rehearsal that can really help you build confidence and uh, possibly even reduce anxiety and fears that you might have. It is proven that those people who visualize a positive outcome for themselves when they are doing a competition, that they generally perform better. So as weird as that may sound, um, it can really be helpful to just imagine yourself with a positive outcome. And finally, another thing that really helped me build my confidence is sharing what I know. It doesn't matter, you had, you don't have to know everything, but when you're teaching others, whether you're sharing your knowledge with others, if it's through a blog post or your social media channels, or even doing a workshop locally, or talking to the people around you, sharing your knowledge, it is such a powerful way to reinforce your own understanding. They say that if you can teach about a topic, that means that you're really in control of the topic. So it is such a great way to reinforce your own understanding and therefore build your confidence. If you can successfully explain um, your, your knowledge about coffee or about a processing method or a brew method, and you can successfully explain that to someone else and they then understand, that can be a, such a great boost for your, for your own confidence. And something that I really, really enjoy doing is making sure that once... I learn about something new and I'm not feeling confident about it. I'm going to make sure that I know so much about it or I, I improve myself. Or I work on that topic to the point where I feel confident that I can tell other people around it. And I think you'll be surprised that you don't have to know everything about a topic before you are, you can share that little bit that you know. And even if it's coffee, not coffee related, you can also share your skill, your life skills, your your soft skills on talking to other people. Maybe you're really great at negotiating. Maybe you're great at, I don't know what, but 100% confident comes from knowing that you always have something that is worth sharing and that there's always going to be people who find that valuable. So it's important that you remember that building your confidence um, and growing your confidence in coffee is is something that takes so much time. Um, it is a continuous journey. I don't think you're ever going to reach the end of, of that journey. So that's why it's so important. And that's what I want to leave you with. It is important that you embrace that learning process, that it is something that's going to take time. It's going to be frustrating. It's going to be uh, great at times and awful at others. So try to be patient with yourself, show yourself some compassion and maybe draw strength from the supportive coffee community around you. Ask for help and be vulnerable and, and open about it because one thing I've learned over time 
is that everyone is struggling with confidence at times. And there are times where everyone feels insecure. So it's okay. Embrace the learning process. Be patient with yourself and um, find your tribe. I hope this was helpful. I hope this was uh, valuable and realizing that you are not alone. And I hope that these tools will help you grow your own confidence in coffee. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the Happy Coffee Podcast. If you liked it, consider sharing it with your friends or fellow coffee lovers. This will help us reach more people and make a bigger, positive impact. Also know that you're so, so welcome to join our community, the Happy Coffee Network, where you can ask and answer any questions, as well as join our events, workshops, and monthly get-togethers. Until next time.